Welcome to the Dad Bod Pod. I'm your host, Jamie Schleicher. With me today is newcomer and league finalist vying for the championship this week, our very own Gravy Seal, Brian Reichman. Brian, welcome back to the pod. Jamie, thank you for having me. As stated in week one, or as promised in week one, I should say, I am back to preview my championship matchup. It is not, unfortunately, against Seth. He did not hold up his end of the bargain, which I'm pretty disappointed about, seeing as he was the unpaid intern and had a lot of time on his hands to dig into all the advanced stats, get all the micro edges, still couldn't hold up his end of the bargain. I am glad to see that Matt is did terrible this season, is in last place, I think. Um, if he's not in last place, he should be. Uh, I th- also think that I would have beat Matt every single game this season if we were to have played every week. Head-to-head. Um, Head-to-head. But, yeah, as stated in week one, a newcomer is definitely going to win the championship. And, you know, I think I feel good about my team. I feel really good about my team. I think, you know, they re- they've been resting up. You know, Stefan Diggs has really been resting up the past couple weeks. Uh, so I feel good about my chances. So we'll, yeah. see, we'll see what happens. Good to see Diggs back at practice today. I don't know if you were following the drama this week, but he was out with an illness yesterday from practice, so he missed it. And people found these tweets from the day or two before about him like going off on how cooking for yourself is a zero out of ten experience. He's like, I gotta like cook the food and then clean all these dishes. Um, so people were kind of dunking <laughs> on him for, for giving himself a foodborne illness uh, from his own home cooking, uh, just playing oh, internet detective man. and connecting those dots. But the the bills did say today it was not a food related illness. Um, so that's all just internet conjecture. Who knows where the truth lies? But the most important part, Steph Diggs was back at practice today. Like you said, he's he's been resting up, saving his his good games for uh, the championship weekend. And they don't play till Monday, so you got got an extra day for him to to get this illness completely out of his system and and back up to full speed. You did, however, run into a, a little bit of a speed bump there with another one of your potential league winners, gifted to you in the season of giving by Eric Tony Pollard, um, who had had not been resting previous weeks. Um, you know, basically guaranteed to give you double digit points. You know, some of those weeks he was putting up 20, 25 out this week. Um, how how are you feeling about having to sit Pollard in the, the championship game? You know, that one stings a little bit. Tony was definitely the workhorse that I would say got me to the championship. My, you know, starting the season, I knew that I was always a little shaky on the running back situation i started the season um with ceh and leonard fournette and ceh had a super weird start to the season where he didn't put up big numbers but seemingly always had a touchdown and so actually did okay but then 
got benched for Pacheco. And, you know, one day, you know, mid-season, Eric, I have no idea why, I put Tony on the waiver wire, and I went after him pretty hard. I think I put, you know, over 50 bucks up. Yeah, 50 plus. Yeah, um, because that was the position that I needed. Got him, and he subsequently, you know, put up 30-plus points the following week. Uh, had that one game, I think it was against the Vikings, where he had like 189 yards from scrimmage and a couple of touchdowns. Um, but yeah, he was tried and true the rest of the season. Um, yeah, it would have been sweet, sweet irony if I could have beat Eric with Tony Pollard putting up 30 points. But, you know, I feel pretty good about um, Robinson and Fournette. Fournette did have 20 points last week. Uh, He's not, you know, not good, like, in terms of actual football play, but in terms of fantasy, you know, I don't really care that he's only getting, like, one and two yards a carry. As long as he gets (laughs) a bunch of yards and some receptions, that's good for me. Uh, don't think it's great for the Bucks, but nobody really cares about the Bucks. Yeah, that the Tampa Bay backfield, you locked it up because you also have Rashad White, and I kind of expected Fournette to carry the front of the season, but maybe see White more towards the end. So thought that one could work out for you. Fournette started off really hot too through the the first six weeks or so, and then tailed off. Thought we were gonna see. Rashad White kind of like come in and, and take that job in the interim. Uh, but then the past couple of weeks, it, it's kind of been the Fournette, Fournette show again. Um, I know. So if, I mean, he put up 20, 20.7 points last week. If he can get you 15 to 20 again this week, he'll have, he'll have done his job. And then Brian Robinson, yeah. interesting play. Like he's, you know, you know, not, a confident start here, but, uh, you know, over his last four games, he had that one 5.8 last week in the semis for you, but you know, everything else double digits and sounds like maybe Antonio Gibson doesn't go this week. So it could get a little bit more run. Um, so not, not a confident start, but I mean, this is a guy that could also go out there and get you, get you double digits. So there's worse positions to be in. Yeah, Jamie, so you're not making me feel great about the fact that Tony Pollard had to sit, or I had to sit Tony this week and am starting Brian Robinson in his place. But, you know, I am hoping that the Cleveland Browns have revert to their true form in a horrible run defense and that Brian Robinson puts up 15 to 20 points. Um, but my stretch, I think the only way I win this week is if Mike Williams scores above 15 points and Jacksonville doesn't have a, a good game. Otherwise, I feel pretty good. You know, Eric has Jamar Chase, but I have Joe Burrow. So essentially, any points that Joe Jamar Chase gets, I feel like will be more or less neutralized by the additional points that Burrow gets. But yeah, if if 
Jacksonville doesn't have a good game, and Mike Williams scores 15-plus. I think I've got it, but we'll see. That's why we play the games. We'll know Monday, probably around midnight Eastern time, who the 2022 dad bod champion is going to be. Yeah, that's going to be a fun Monday night showdown. You've got Burrow and Diggs going, and he's got Mixon and Chase, as well as Tyler Bass, kicker for Buffalo. So, you know, that there there will be a lot on the line expecting the game to still be in the balance and could be a uh, waiver wire finish coming down, coming down at the end there. Maybe a field goal at the end. I don't know. How how predictive are you feeling right now? Because at the beginning of the season, all of your predictions were on the money. Um, you know, what, what prediction do you have for for what Monday night looks like? And, you know, some key events that you think happened in that game that, that swung the balance. Whew. You know, I think Monday night, my hope is it turns into a shootout and I think Joe Burrow gets hot. And I think that Jamar chase racks up a ton of yards, but a bunch of different guys like T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, steal chases touchdowns. I also think, I think that Houston beats Jacksonville. And I think that is ultimately how I win the championship because that would, you know, negate all of Eric's points with Trevor Lawrence and Ingram. Um, You know, if the Texans can somehow hold Jacksonville to like 13 or 17 points, I think, I think I could run away, run away with it. And I think, you know, I hope it gets into a shootout because that would mean Stefan Diggs, has to remember how to play football and score more than three points like he did last week, which was devastating. Yeah. No, I, I call that Devonte Adams syndrome. Um, he, he kind of did the same thing. Like he, he blew up. He was the number one wide receiver, like up until week 13 or something like that. And then Devonte started putting up these Steph digs, like, numbers that that you've seen these past couple weeks so like here's five points here's three points good luck in the playoffs Um, yeah i know but yeah that that jacksonville houston game um could be could be an interesting one um because he's got like you said lawrence and ingram which the tight end position i i think this could end up you know having a, a really important factor in this matchup as well where for this entire season if you didn't have travis kelsey like you you had nothing at the tight end position kelsey was know, the man. only person who was doing anything and then these Kel- past three weeks Kittles put up some monster points and ingram uh both yeah. both you guys i i would say have like the two hottest tight ends in in football over like the last three weeks of like yeah all of a sudden these these have been real real strengths for you, especially compared to the competition that, that you played against. Um, so yeah, Kittle, Kittle and Ingram. I'm, I'm really interested to see, you know, what the, what the tight end position looks like for you guys at the end of this week. And then you're kind of betting against Jacksonville, but you have the Jacksonville kicker. So 
uh, hoping that a lot of those drives end in field goals instead of touchdowns? That's my hope. Also, you know, I will take my kicker putting up minimal points if that means Jacksonville loses and doesn't score above 14 points. That's a net win for me. Yeah. Yeah. A little little arbitrage there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That, you know, that would, the net swing in points would, would go to, uh, go to me, but you know, enough about the championship game. I think we, I think there's another game that's happening this week that I would like to really dig into. Call, call some attention to. Yeah. That's the, uh, the last place game. (laughs) In order for all of my picks to really come true, I really, really need the black hole sun just to step on Matty Ice's throat and put all of his weight on it. Yeah, it's Matt. It's been it's been rough sledding for the black hole sun. Uh, renamed by Sean last week. That's a a little bit of a consolation prize for. One of our unluckiest members in the league this year, Sean Greer. Have you guys still been been working out in the mornings with the uh, uh, dad crew? I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in a couple of weeks. I also I've missed a couple of Fridays, and we normally go on Fridays. Friday mornings um, is the one that we both go to. But I've branched out a little bit. I go to a different um, a different Gravy Seal training on Monday morning. Uh, that meets on the downtown mall, um, but have missed have missed a couple of Fridays, especially here around the holidays, just with different schedules and being gone and traveling and being off of work and not wanting to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to go work out. Uh, but yeah, I have not seen Sean in in a few weeks. Um, but yeah, I do like the name Black Hole Sun. Good job renaming. Good, good rename by Sean. Uh, rough, rough start for the Black Hole Sun. Um, you know, once again, his team kind of looking like a, a hospital ward. Um, yep. I guess that was last year that he had Derrick Henry. He doesn't have Derrick Henry this year, but I mean, a lot of a lot of volatility on his roster. This is a team that could put up one thirty or sixty. And I'm kind of leaning towards towards 60 this next week. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's he's a 45 percent dog right now, but yeah, but you know, the that's, Yahoo that's why they play the games. Yeah, the Yahoo projections mean nothing. Beginning of the season, Yahoo said I was going to finish last, and I told Yahoo I was going to finish first, and here I am. Here you are. So. One I will win away. One win away. That's all all it takes. It really really is gonna come down to that Jacksonville game. That's either gonna win or lose Eric the title. Which I don't really like because it's not not in my control. But that's okay. I think even since we started recording this podcast, there have been some point adjustments and you guys have pulled basically dead even when we started this podcast you were projected at like 123 something and now you're up to 125.31 he's at 125.38 so 
Yahoo projections just just trying to build the drama for us, even while we're recording. Yeah, wow. That who knows? These projections are just witchcraft. I don't believe them at all. You gotta you gotta go back to those previous Caleb's Corner segments where he he deep dives on on Yahoo's predictions. Yeah, you know what I've learned in fantasy football is it's a little bit like the stock market. You might be able to game the system for a week or two, but over the course of a season, you just got to buy and hold the blue chips, the good, the best players. And over the course of the season, they'll win you some games like Kittle, you know, early in the season didn't score a lot of points, but down the stretch really paid off. Won me some games. Yeah, he's, I mean, he he was real rough. Even weeks 13, 14, 12, 13, 14, combined for a little over 10 points in those weeks. But then in the next two weeks, he puts up 50. So, if you know, you just need one more week of that. And maybe Brock Purdy was all that we needed to, to truly unlock George Kittle. I hope so. Maybe that was, maybe that was it. But yeah, who are you playing this week, Jamie? Uh, I have a buy, so you, you know, locked, That's not fun. Yeah, locked up sixth place last week by losing to my nemesis. Tried to beat him without a quarterback. Wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so then I, oh yeah, that was brought awesome. in Aaron Rodgers at the last minute, and still, still didn't matter. So my, my team rounded out the. Uh, the season with two sub 100 point games. Once again, Devonte Adams, big part of that. But my score, I lost to Stephen Luck in the first round of the playoffs. Would have beat Stephen last week by one point. A thrilling 83 to 82 point victory would have would have happened if I played uh, Stephen last week. But the dumb luck didn't go my way this year. You know that's that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. And uh, Already starting draft prep for next year, so I'll I'll be back. Yeah, you you did beat me this season. I think you beat me pretty handily too. Yeah, I I had a strong team. I liked my team. Um, you know, felt like it it had a chance any given week to go up against anybody. So you you get into the playoffs and you you hope for the variance to go your way and it very much broke the other way for me this year but you know we we gave it a good shot and we'll we'll be back next year yeah perpetual hope just like being a dallas cowboys fan that's that's what it is did you watch the game last night at all i did um yeah i don't know i don't know what to think about dak you know one interception, not his fault in any way, shape, or form. Hit the, the guy other right inter- in the chest. The other Under interception, shot. yeah. The other interception was not the best throw trying to squeeze it in that window when he was double covered, given like the time left on the clock. And, you know, I would have liked to see Dak throw it away there, but, you know, Dak over his career has made a lot of those tight window throws into double coverage. So I like the aggressiveness. 
I don't know. I feel good about our team. I feel good about the fact that we've like been able to win ugly. Because I feel like in years past when we've been good, it's like we just blow teams out and then don't know don't know what to do when we get punched in the mouth. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel good like having to learn the lessons in the regular season and like fight and win in different ways is good for us. But I mean, I've just been burned so many times by the Cowboys that I'm not, I won't believe it until we like make a playoff run until we get to the NFC championship, which we haven't been to for a very long time. 1995, 1996, since I was two years old. So it's been it's been a minute, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, the NFC does look as open as it's it's ever looked. Um, you know, with the QB injury in San Francisco, and you know Brady and the Bucks not looking great. Who knows if the Packers will even make it? You know, maybe they sneak in, but probably not going to have to go through Lambeau and Aaron Rodgers at all. Um, you know, Dak Prescott is kind of lining himself up to be like the best quarterback for an NFC team in the playoffs. So I feel good about that. But like you said, the past couple of weeks, the defense hasn't been the force that they were earlier in the season where they were really a strength for us. And then the turnovers, you know, I'd say maybe half of them have been Dak's fault. Um, a lot of these interceptions are just bouncing off his receiver's chest. And, like, those guys get paid money to catch the ball. So when it hits you in the numbers, you, you got to catch the ball. Um, but whether it's Dak's fault or the receiver's fault, they're still turning into turnovers, and that's been <laughs> concerning because um, that's not going to get you far in the playoffs. And like, like you said, we've, we've just seen it too many times over the past 25 years um, that like we, we're not going to get our hopes up until we start winning multiple playoff games in a row. So who knows? We, we still got time to turn it around, but for a 12 win team that just beat a team on the road by 14 points and covered the spread, it was not, not inspiring. I'll say that. No, especially given the fact that the Titans were starting a quarterback that has been on their team for eight days and Derrick Henry did not play. And there was just like a slew of other replacement players. It, it was like 20 players that had been called up from their practice squad yeah. over the past couple of weeks. Like, oh man. Yeah. No, not what great. Have, and I mean, the, the injuries that happened yesterday um, sounds like Beatish will We'll come back at some point and, you know, looks like we avoided disaster with Dak coming up a little, um, little gingerly at, at one point, maybe yep. hyperextended a knee. And then a lot of our defensive backs like curse was in the medical tent and hooker was in there, I think. Um, so it was not clean on the injury front last night either. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I, I think all the pieces are there. If we can get a little little health over the next two weeks, and you know, play play the best versions of our our game on offense and defense, 
I think I think the NFC is open this year. Uh, like the the Eagles are are looking strong, but um, you know we just put up 40 points on them. And I know Jalen Hurts was injured, but that's that's not doing anything to their defense. And we put 40 points on them. So uh, you know I I think it built some confidence that if you need to go win a shootout against the Eagles, you know you've you've got the firepower to do it. Yeah. Speaking of firepower, did you see the reports that Terrell Owens was talking to Jerry Jones about making a return to the Cowboys? Yes, this is 49-year-old Terrell Owens. And on the radio, uh, I forget if it was this morning or earlier in the week, but Jerry Jones did address it and said he's not taking any of T.O.'s calls. He's not even (laughs) remotely considering that as a possibility. Um, but you know, this is, this is what you earn yourself when you trade Amari Cooper for a fifth round pick for no reason. Um, you know, you get the, the OBJ stories for weeks, you get the TO 50 years old coming out of retirement stories. Uh, I do like the T Y Hilton edition. He looked good last night. I, I think if there was one positive from the game, it's that, T.Y. looks fresh, and if his hamstrings can stay intact for the next few weeks, um, I, I think he could be a good boost to that room in the in the playoffs. Yeah, it definitely gives us another option. I mean, he had that one – he had a, another big third down this week where he broke a tackle, um, the third and ten, I think, uh, and then got was able to get up the sideline. So – Definitely provides, I don't know, that spark. I am a little concerned about where Gallup's been. I was really hoping he would kind of become the true, like, number two option, but he's still, I don't know, he doesn't seem to rise up to the big moments. He doesn't look fully healthy. Like, even just seeing some of the replays of the routes that he was running last night, like, he, I don't think he's fully back from the ACL tear. Once again probably another reason that you don't trade Amari Cooper for a fifth round pick, but yeah, you know, Cowboys going to Cowboy. Yep. That's that's exactly right. Um, you want to pick any other, uh, Oh, what were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to ask any, any closing thoughts before your, your big matchup with Eric this week. Um, no closing thoughts. Um, yeah, I think I think that the game, the championship game, is going to be in Trevor Lawrence's hands. If he throws four touchdowns, I think Eric ends up beating me. But I don't think that happens. I think the tech, Texans miraculously hold the Jaguars to under 21 points, and the Bills and Bengals get into a shootout, and... Big D runs away with it, you know. Probably, potentially, you know. I'll, I'll go so far to say that I will get to rename Eric in wow. the championship game. You heard it here I, first. Jags under twenty-one, Bills and Bengals shootout. Big D renames Eric's neat team. Have you been brainstorming team names? I have not. I think I no. I have not, but I will start. Um, 
Maybe I'll name him Little D. <laughs> and yeah, rename now. You know, the soonest he can reclaim that name is week one of the 2023 season. So could be a little D for a long time. Yep, that would uh, that would be pretty great. But we'll know on Monday. We will know who the champion is. And uh, you know, the pod is always open if you want to come back for a championship gloat round. Um, you know, we're here for that. But this has been fun. I will let you go. And yeah, for everybody that's not in the championship this week, you can go fall in well. Cause